What is music? How are you, Eric? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm over at my brother and sister-in-law's place, of course. I mean, I'm just sharing the house with two chihuahuas, a bearded dragon, and a betta fish. Ah, all right. Well, that's good. You're, you're a little bit in the Matrix, just so you know. I don't know if uh, there's another part of the house or what it's going uh, on, but uh, that's what I get so far. Well, I got the tablet on a Wi-Fi, but I'm using cellular data for the pod beam. Ah, okay. Unless gotcha. I need to move in the kitchen. It's starting to sound better now. Yeah. Hey, Big Heck. What is going on there, Big Heck? It's good to see you. Hopefully you've had a fantastic weekend. We're just hey, BP. here for another fantastic week. Another fun-filled <laughs> week of surprises and God only knows what. Hey, what's going on, BP? It's good to see you. Nice little chat we had uh, on the Twitter of the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess if anybody's having their old man withdrawals um, this morning, not not to worry. You know, we've got you in the evenings, and hopefully we might have John DeVito coming on one day this weekend. And I think we had Ralph earlier this morning. Oh, very cool. That's right. I, I saw the Jeremy, and Jeremy went on. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, he, he was on briefly, but he didn't stay on very long. And then Dark Bear, he's getting censored and shadow banned and buried. And I think him and hopefully Mike and Jeremy might join join in that Podbean Q&A show at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time to find out what is going on. Yeah. Hey, Perk. God only knows what's going on. What is going on, Perk? Oh, not a whole bunch. Can you hear me okay? I got a new set of headphones I'm trying out tonight. Sounds yeah. good. I, I hear you. It's, it's a little low. If you can turn the volume up a little bit. Well, I'm waiting for your rocket to the moon challenge, Perk. Is it better if I hold it like that? Oh, there you go. That's much better. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Mike. Yeah, Jeez, I'm Brandon. holding it up in front of me. How do you like the the uh, the, hey, new, the the new pregame uh, music tune? It's pretty cool. I thought that was Eric having a party. <laughs> Yeah, that that might be how Eric rolls. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know what that you know what that reminds me of? That kind of sounds like the music from King of Queens on the episode where she was doing pole dancing. Oh yeah, there you go. A little pole dancing on the slightly serious show tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> where else? Where else would you rather be? Oh my goodness. Let's see, we got to, Am I taking Collins tonight? Um, um, probably a little bit lighter, like probably after like the first 30 minutes, we'll get through like the news headlines like we usually do slightly. Yeah, we'll get through, uh, you know, uh, my weekend. Uh, depends how many beats you toss at me. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You can always be persuaded with a bottle of champagne, right? Yeah, I'm a whore that could be bought. No shame in that game. <laughs> Um, I think we got to get Honeybee to get on D Live and do a Rocket to the Moon challenge too. Wouldn't you agree, Perk? Yeah, she's uh, limited with what she has to go on right now. She's got her phone. She's in the bedroom, so she's on pod. Oh. She likes to watch the chat. Oh, I guess we should uh, go into airtime. We got about thirty seconds. Uh, airtime. 
Um, looks like I have to log into AirTime again. Unbelievable. Verifying my password. Okay. Let's see what my four-digit code is. It sounds like we're losing them. Well, oh, my password? Yeah, I. I uh, it's nine one one. Give out your, give out the one for your digital wallet. I didn't think the one for uh, Twitch or whatever that is would be that much different. Yeah, no, it's it's really not. I, I promise you. Anyways, we're gonna uh, get uh, <laughs> get going and. Uh, We'll see how she rolls tonight. Have fun with it, everybody. Live from Southern California. That was a tease. I was just, I was just teasing you. You're such. Live from Southern California. It's the slightly serious show. The slightly serious show. The furthest thing from serious. Now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. One, two, three, go! All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is Monday. Yeah, it is Monday. I, I almost thought it was like another day, but no, it is Monday, June 21st. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. God, I'm, I'm all out of sorts today after a partying, you know, celebrating the fantastic new federal holiday, uh, Juneteenth. Yeah, that's what it is. Juneteenth. Anyways, uh, hopefully everyone had a fantastic weekend and, uh, we're safe and, uh, you know, didn't, uh, try to cause any like conflicts or anything like that. And, you know, any parades that might've been happening over the, over the weekend, you know, um, uh, but, uh, you know, we got back into the groove of things this morning. Um, I had to go to this uh, thing. It's a class uh, brought to you by ServeSafe. Basically, it's a uh, food management class, and you have to be certified if you're, you know, dealing with food. That way, you know how to the appropriate temperatures to cook, like say turkey or meat or you know shit like that. Anyways, I, it started at nine thirty this morning, and I guess the first thing that pissed me off was I was debating whether or not I should go by a coffee house and get a cup of coffee. And I'm like, well, it would be, you know, kind of, it would be very tight if I went and got my cup of coffee uh, because the place I go to, there's normally a little bit of a line. So I'm like, okay, we'll forgo that and we'll just, we'll go to 7 Eleven for a cup of coffee. 7 Eleven's got decent coffee. I mean, McDonald's is great too. But anyway, so we went ahead, got the coffee, and headed south. And um, the class starts at 9.30 in the morning, and I'm like, okay, well, we're here about five minutes beforehand. Not a problem. 9.30 comes ticking around. Still nobody shows up. You got like 20 people sitting in the hallway of this hotel waiting for the instructor to open the damn doors. Anyways, 20 minutes later, after the fact, they finally show up. Unbelievable. Anyways, I, that really started my day on the wrong foot. And, you know, it's one of those things like in the documentation, you know, you pay like $135 for this course. And on it, it says, uh, be here no later than 930 or the doors are shut. I'm thinking, I'm like, it's kind of like the government, you know, I'm like, I wonder how things would have been if, um, you know, the instructor had like shown up on time and actually, you know, allowed people in. And what if a straggler came around 935? I wonder if they would have been as nice as we were to them. Probably not. But anyways, anyways, producer Eric, how was your how was your weekend? 
Um, my weekend's pretty good. Um, I'm like ha- at a halfway point almost here in my house sitting at my brother and sister-in-law's place. Oh, very, very cool. Watching the, uh, two chihuahuas, um, two chihuahuas, a bearded dragon, and a betta fish. And I went and ran some errands today. Um, had to take something back to my house. And then I went to the barber for a $18 and like a haircut. I just got the trim. And, you know, since I'm growing my hair out for charity again. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Uh, when, when, are you, when is that planned? Uh, when is the trim uh, scheduled for? What's that? What is the trim scheduled for, for uh, the charity? When are you doing that? Um, I hadn't really gotten that far yet, but I think next time I go in to have dead ends trimmed again, I'm going to have the barber maybe take a ruler and measure the length oh. because I know they want 8 to 14 inches. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of damn hair. <laughs> I know. I grew it for six years once before, but I think the unfortunate mistake I've made was not going to the barber regularly to trim the dead ends because um, if you get the dead ends trimmed, um, your hair will grow out healthier. Okay. Well, I I I, I weighed about two inches, you know, maybe four inches, and that's that's like the max. I I've never I understood know. that because your hair grows from your scalp. So how does cutting off the end that's mm-hmm. not attached make it grow? Because I, I think like like so, I think like the cells in your hair. I think it may trigger something at the scalp to to grow it out. But I but I think, think it's a marketing ploy. Not yet, Ralph. We're not, talking about, we're not talking about penis just yet in our show. I mean, you have to you have to wait. You know, you wait for the good thing. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Oh, sweet Brandon's seen seven inches on a good day. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but oh my gosh! No, no, I don't. I don't know if I want to know. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe they don't call it, oh my God. Maybe they call him Sweet Brandon for a reason. Anyways, Bert, how was your weekend? <laughs> Good. We we just sat around and watched movies and ate. Yeah, that's uh, that's been something that's been going around apparently. I mean, uh, Big Sexy, he's been having me. Um, uh, how should I put it? Uh, share, you know, take part in sharing movies. Uh, so he's been. I've been getting some movies for him, and uh, he's been. I guess the latest one he watched was. Well, I downloaded this. Excuse me. I uh, I shared a uh, I don't know. It's called Misfits or something. He watched that, and uh, along with some other ones. But I guess that's the thing to do. It's a Netflix and chill type of weekend. It was. And uh, Happy Father's Day to you. Uh, late Father's Day to you there, Pertwee. By the way, and and all the rest of the fathers that are listening to our podcast. I know. Uh, yesterday, I did my duties. I, uh, I I phoned my father. He never returned a call, but hey, I I, I fulfilled my my responsibilities, and uh, hopefully, he had a nice there Father's Day. Uh, I'm I'm thinking he went out golfing because if if uh, if it was left up to him, a perfect day is him out with a cigar, probably some. I don't know if he's drinking whiskey or scotch, but and golfing. So hopefully, he's able to do that and get away from his other kids and. Uh, the wife and all that, and uh, have some time to himself, which he usually has absolutely zero of. But um, I don't know where to go uh, to start off. I, I've been thinking about it all afternoon, and I I, I received something from Big Sexy over the weekend, and it has nothing to do with what Ralph was having, uh, was talking about either. <laughs> um, and uh, I think we're going to start off with that. And basically, you know, I love my state so much. Yeah. And Big Sexy found the, m- the most perfect song on YouTube. And so I'm going to share that. It's about, you know, about a, a two-minute long song. 
And uh, I hope you guys really enjoy it. And I'm going to play that for you right about now. You probably think you know what it is, right? California, here I come, where I can live with all the bums. Junkies and flunkies live on the streets. Pieces of feces underneath Pelosi's feet. California, what a state. The perfect place to defecate is right beside that golden gate. California, here I come. California, here I come. Where all the actors are so dumb They shame me and blame me for climate change Preaching with speeches that fly out on their private planes They tell me that I have to quit Then they do the opposite They're all so full of Adam Schiff California, here I come Oh, California, here I come a sanctuary city slum. Ladies with babies living with rats. Abort them, deport them, from not a fable Democrat. California, I've been blue since I've seen what you've turned into. We need to pooper scooper you. California, here I come. I thought you would all really appreciate that. And basically, that song really tells you exactly how I feel about how our state currently is. What did you guys think of that, Bert? Did you enjoy that? I mean, uh, it had a great a perfect song to start off the show. To. What's that? It had a great beat and it was easy to dance to. It was. It really was. I, uh, I, I, and if you were to tell me which was my favorite part, it would be very much a very hard decision because it was all the pooper scooper. The pooper scooper was good, and I liked the the, yeah, the you know the Adam shit the shovel, the Adam Ship song uh, part of it. No, and that was pretty good. Too. Any mention of Nancy yeah. or or Maxine? Uh, there was a mention of he Nancy. pooped under Nancy's feet. Yeah, poop under Nancy. Well, feet. and um. Um, Jeremy down in the chat says, this sounds like Bruce Jenner singing. <laughs> <laughs> it might become uh, August or, you know, November or something, but we'll see. Wait and see if that happens. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, Big Sexy came apart, uh, across that, and he's like, you have to listen to this. I don't care what you're doing. You need to stop what you're doing because I got a perfect song. Like, after listening to it, I'm like, thank you for stopping me in the tracks of what I was into. Yeah. So anyways, uh, it really sh should be a song that Kamala would should play, uh, you know, south of the border uh, if she ever goes back over there. I don't know. But uh, anyways, anybody ever ever see her? Uh, anybody seen her lately? I still haven't seen Kamala at the mm -hmm. border. Lately. I don't know. No. Apparently, there's a lot of people calling uh, for, you know, Joe Biden to, uh, I don't know, kind of uh, get rid of her uh, from the job as far as I saw work. that. But I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, he's just going to assign somebody else that's not going to go to the board. Is that what it's going to be? Well, yeah. But, I mean, the big thing is if he does that, then he's got to make another decision. I really don't think he's into making decisions. Um, I would like him to put together just one sentence before he makes any decisions. 
you know, I was talking to, I think it was BP over the weekend a little bit. Uh, him and I were chatting and uh, over on the Twitter Twitter, and I was telling him, I said, it's, you know, put all politics aside. I really don't care. You know, I don't care anyways for what Biden stands for, for most of the, mostly. But just even put that aside. It really, I am really embarrassed by the fact that we have a guy that is our president, our quote unquote leader. Uh, yet, you know, that guy, Jimmy Carter, a former president of the United States, it's pretty damn sad that he is more cognizant than Joe Biden. And I'm not joking. I really think that Jimmy Carter probably has a lot more going on in the head than Joe Biden does. And that's really sad. He might outlive him, too. <laughs> he might. I don't know. But it's just an embarrassment. Uh, you know, the leader of your country is supposed to represent who and what you are as a, as a, as a, an entire country. And uh, to me, uh, he's a weak-ass leader. And, you know, like I said, I feel I feel partially feels bad for him. I mean, because he looks so horrible. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think uh, the people that are coaching him, you know, he continues to tell people, oh, I shouldn't be saying this or should I do this or should I do that? I'm like, does he know if he should wipe his ass or not after he takes a shit? I, I mean, I, or maybe he just wears the pens. I don't know. But you think uh, the next administration will find the. Uh... Uh, what do you call it, the animatronic Joe Biden in the closet when they take over the White House? <laughs> they might. I don't, I don't have this in front of me, but I had overheard that Joe Biden uh, and, his, and the administration, hey, lady me, thanks for the love. <laughs> I can't wait for your birthday to come. Uh, you know, I, I overheard that we're, it might be in Las Vegas, by the way. You have to keep me updated on that. But um, somebody had told me that the administration had passed something to where they are going to be able to go out and arrest people who don't agree with the government or this and that. Uh, I'm what? Who? Oh, yeah. I, I've been hearing that. I, heard, I, 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 I don't have the particulars because I was, I was falling asleep to it. I was listening to Tim Poole over on uh, the TimCast IRL, and uh, it, they made it sound like, uh, you know, basically it's kind of a broad uh, little – Thing that they came up with to where no matter what they'll <laughs> they could probably arrest you either way you looked at things but uh it's, it, i have to d dive a little bit deeper before uh you know we'll talk about that a little bit later maybe jeremy knows something about it jeremy what's going on well, buddy they'd be, they'd be resting about three quarters hey. of the population yeah exactly no i like tim pool a lot as well he's uh he's really spot on a, on a lot of things jeremy mr cummings how are you Hey, I'm doing good. No, I just heard about this too, but I read a little bit about it a few minutes ago. Okay. And it's interesting that you bring it up because it's talking about, it's saying that people that, that uh, it's pretty much some North Korea type stuff. Anyone who talks about the empire, you know, that, that uh, you can be like, they don't have to have a court order to, it, it, it's, it's taking the Patriot Act, you know, the most un-American act ever that George Bush put into place, okay. and all the NSA spying and stuff, and uh, it's taking it to a whole nother level. It's going full-blown communist to where they can spy on you, and if you're if they feel that you're if you're deemed a threat to the state or the security of the United States or against the government. 
that they can physically arrest you and hold you for so many days without bail, and it's totally unconstitutional. Yes, I. I that's uh, that's kind of what Tim was saying in his uh, podcast a little bit. I don't know exactly what the you know. I don't is is it is there a certain bill or is it an executive order that they're doing or what is well it, if know? he tries to do it as an executive order it's going to be um, he's going to immediately get sued but if he does it as a bill it'll get debated and it'll be one of those partisan things that they just pass they'll ram through Congress mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if they can ram it through I don't know if this can go without the filibuster or not because. I think that they'll have to have 60 votes. I don't think they'll be able to go nuclear with this. Now, this is currently just people talking about it, right? There's nothing in writing or anything like that, unless uh, unless you've seen something in writing that you know of. No, but I do know I do know that they're talking about the uh, insurrectionist on January 6th. They're talking about a major like. They're tra- they're 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 taking that and they're trying to say that that was 9/11. But I was informed of something over the weekend that I never knew about, and Pert will remember this. I know Pert, we will remember this. What's that? Did you know in 1983 somebody bombed the U.S. Capitol? 1983. Mm. No. That was the year before I was born. She was pardoned by Bill Clinton, and then you know what she later on went to be? She went, she later on went to. She went on. Went, she went on to be. She was pardoned by Bill Clinton, and she went on to be one of the founding members of Black Lives Matter. Really? Yeah. She. I don't she, remember the bombing though. Huh? I don't remember the bombing. It was eighty-one or eighty-two or eighty-three. It was somewhere along in there. It was eighty-three. I didn't think it was a woman. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was a man. Maybe it was back then. <laughs> Maybe they transitioned. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I misgendered the bomber. Yeah. I'm about to get canceled. Yeah, don't misgender anybody, please. It's uh, not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, she got she got pardoned by Bill Clinton, and uh, she went on to, to uh, do her whole deal with Black Lives Matter. Huh? I wonder how many yes. millions of dollars she made. Oh, see, everything <laughs> circles back to the Clintons slightly. It, uh, it oh, God, yeah, I gotta love it, right? She bombed the U.S. Capitol, though. Those people just went in there, and I mean, they were, I mean, they shouldn't have done it, but at the same time, I mean, my God, if you go back and watch the videos, I mean, if you were there January 6th, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, whatever, throw, throw that out the window. If you were there and police officers were telling you to come on in and then everybody was walking in between the lines, would you think you were doing anything wrong? Not, not especially no. if Capitol Police were like waving you to come on in. Like yeah, they can invite you for some coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just well, like been waving, telling them. You know, yeah, it wasn't just yeah, telling, it was telling yeah. them, "Come on in, we don't have a problem with you being here." I honestly thought from the outside looking in that was going to be like step one to like a major like not Take civil over. war part two, but like thought it was going to be like something nuts, and it's kind of been quiet on the Western Front since that happened. Yeah, it is. Uh, it has been. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jeremy and I, we actually know one person in particular who will remain nameless on our show, but uh, that was actually in there and actually inside the Capitol making people chant and shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was it the feather guy? And uh, I don't know. I. It is what it is. And uh, like you said, Brennan, things are absolutely quiet on the home front about uh, January 6th. And uh, it's kind of like everything's been brushed under the uh, rug, especially with the uh, capital. It's almost too quiet. 
Well, especially with the Capitol Police officer killing an unarmed uh, veteran uh, that was from San Diego. Uh, and actually, their their uh, families filed a lawsuit to identify the uh, police officer that shot and killed her. So we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. The, the shit with uh, Joe Biden wanting to uh, implement uh, these uh, communistic laws and stuff like that, I don't think it's going to fly. But uh looks like if it's you're talking about Joe Biden, please check your Twitter DMs. You ain't got to talk about it now if you want to save it for tomorrow. But yeah, I, I thought you would find that interesting. Okay, I will uh, definitely take a look at that, and uh, I have no idea what the hell that sound is, but uh, let's get rid of that. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of shit to get to tonight, but I'll definitely get to that uh, after I read that. But uh, thanks for thanks for that, Mr. Jeremy. I'm glad someone else besides myself uh, heard about that. Yeah, um, I'm getting out of here, dude. I, I've... It's good to hear from you, my friend. I hope uh, things are going okay for you. And uh, you go on at so many different times of the day nowadays. It's hard to keep track. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do. And by the way, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. But we we can stop paying for Podbean. Have you heard about this? No. What, what, why is that? Spotify has opened their own Podbean. Live sort of yeah, it's live. And yeah. now Facebook Facebook is following suit and Apple has too. Apple has opened a thing called Clubhouse. Wow. Yep. And uh we can stop using Podbean, stop paying I, them for nothing. I like Spotify. Well it's really popular. Yeah. Hey, I bet I bet Dark Bear would would welcome that news because um when he was on today, Podbean just buried and shadow banned him to the point that um I think him and Center and a couple other podcast friends are probably going to go in that Podbean Q and A show at nine thirty a.m. Eastern time tomorrow to find out what why they keep doing it, what whether they're going to answer or not is the big is the million dollar question. Is it at nine thirty a.m. Because I got a notification today that said it wasn't until one thirty Eastern, so it's twelve thirty Central. They they they're probably changing it up. You have to be careful because, like, Pertwee gets a notification that my show's the show's going to start at seven thirty, um, and it starts at six thirty. So you never know with Podbean. So can I can I ask? Can you can you clarify what what Spotify is doing with like the live shows? Spotify apparently, according to Jeremy, is that they have their own live cast uh, going on over on Spotify. I'm fascinated with what they're doing right it, now. Though, like Podbean, yeah. Oh, do they have chat, Jeremy? Yeah. Really. Yeah, and, and do they have callers. a gift system that do they have a gift system that doesn't rip off podcasters like Podbean does? Yeah, like everybody gets gifts and they're having their own leaderboards. Like each particular like segment is going to have their own leaderboards. Apparently, like news is going to go over here and religion's going to go over here and um, comedy and have, music. Is there yeah, a and, conservatives? Is there a category yet? <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're going to censor anything because, I mean, they haven't taken any of my episodes down. I mean, oh, that's good. they've got the categories listed alphabetically and conservatism is at the very bottom. <laughs> 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 After uh, yo-yoing and uh, zebra fanatics, it's uh, conservatism. Uh, I'll, uh, oh. Facebook, Facebook is, uh, it says uh, Facebook's clubhouse competitor, Live Audio Rooms, is making its way stateside. The company announced that announced today that some U.S.-based public figures, as well as certain groups, can start hosting rooms through the main Facebook iOS app. 
People can join, however, from both iOS and Android. Anyone can be invited up as a speaker with up to 50 people able to speak at once. There's no cap on the number of listeners allowed in. Um, it's uh, Spotify has also released theirs, but I don't know what Spotify is calling theirs. It's, uh, uh, let's see. What is going on, Other Ground? Good to hear from you. We are uh, currently we're currently discussing uh, other podcasting platforms that are currently doing live casts. Uh, you know, if uh, people are searching for other other platforms, uh, that's the, if they're uh, smart, they call it Spot of Live. Oh, Spot Alive, Spot Live. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, you do come up with some good things once in a while, Brandon. I have to give you that. Spotify once launches a Spotify Green Room. A live okay. audio app and Clubhouse Rival. So everybody can listen. I guess there's chat. You can sign up for free. Okay. Uh, everybody can down. It says download the app and sign up for free or log in with your Spotify info. And, um, well, if you, if you don't mind, if you have any information, if you could, uh, DM that to me, that would be, uh, I'll definitely check some stuff out. Yeah, because I'm thinking about leaving and going to that, too, because I can run. See, because that's the thing about me and you. We can run Spotify, Facebook, and Apple. Yes, just not YouTube, because they kick us off all the time. <laughs> I'm fascinated with the way they've they've put a lot of their, uh, their resources towards free content. And then the, the, paid, the paid side of it is skipping ads. Like, I don't know how far that goes, but I'm very, very curious how that works out for them yeah i'm not sure but i mean at the same time i mean if they're running ads like if if we drop a podcast and they're going to insert ads um i think the host should be entitled to some compensation i think that's how it works but uh, i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens uh, let me uh, take the uh, grad one's call so i don't think grad one a piece of those uh, happy, uh, happy damn birthday grad one how are you thank you for thinking this i'm 36 years old yeah i'm great God bless you guys. You guys do you guys doing good or what? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we're just uh, we've gotten through one story of the day that we got, and uh, cool. you're pouring a cocktail. You're having a cocktail? Uh, fuck it. No, I'm fucking pouring a uh, white claw. Oh, boys, white claw's good. Uh, well, I think it's not a mostly Canadian. It's a white claw, so yeah. God yeah. bless you guys. How you, you guys do good. Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, we, uh, we we haven't uh, begun to celebrate your birthday yet. We, all, we we just have coffee in the hand. No White Claws or no. I, I would actually drink whiskey, but, you know. Nice. Canadian whiskey. No? Canadian whiskey is fine, too. Yes. Um, nice. I'm, I'm, you know, speaking of alcoholic drinks, there is a um, distillery in Winder, Georgia, that I visited with a couple of friends last week. But, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Um but this is like they, they make like homemade brandies and, and homemade like Bloody Marys and, and other alcoholic drinks. But but this establishment is a non-smoking establishment. Um, but I would have to get some pictures next time if I walk into that place. So I think you, James, and, and, and even our friend Lady Me would look at it. But I don't know whether they would do online orders and ship them halfway across the country. So, Grad One, is there in, uh, anything you uh, would like? Uh, you know, obviously it's your birthday. I, I wanted to take your call and wish you a happy birthday. Do you have anything uh, that you'd like to say before no. I move on in the show? No, are you guys shouldn't know the show, or is it all done over us, or what? 
no, we're just getting started in uh, all of our news and headlines type stuff. So I probably think it's okay. First off, so it's it's really weird what's going on in uh, Canada, right? Canada. Yeah. God bless my Yankee brothers and sisters. But uh, yeah, so fucking they're closing down the border between America and Canada again. Uh, for me, it doesn't make sense. Number one. Number two. I don't know, man. Just fucking COVID. It's a bad flu. Do you guys disagree? You guys agree? You guys agree or disagree or what? Um, I got a fact. Most of us are probably going to tell you that uh, you know COVID is something to pay attention to, but not like go hide, go you know into hiding for like a year or two. But no, so you fifty months. The thing is, could I ask you take precaution, but don't let it run your life. Yeah, Obviously. I do have to fact check. Thank you. Canada, Peter, Canada just Peter announced Reed. they're not. Hold on. They're not Go. making people quarantine. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, if, the thing is, uh, have you guys got the jab? No. All right. thing is, I'm doing a fucking shot right now. A shot in my arm. No, I'm kidding. I'm doing a shot of Jägermeister right now. <laughs> God bless you guys. You too, bro. The thing is, I will never fucking take that fucking uh, experimental drug. I think uh, there's a lot of people out there uh, in the same position as yourself, uh, Mr. Grad One, and uh, I, I can't say that I blame you. I always say, "What's do what's best for you and your family." That's all I got. What's good? What, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We say in Canada. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, I, and I agree with you on that. So, all right, so I think it's here. I apologize. I think it's all right, boys. Let's fucking let's talk. What's up? All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over some headlines and stuff like that. I'm gonna drop you down and uh, if thank you, you. thank you. Comments thank you. on. Make sure to call back in and uh, I'll bring you back up. Thanks for calling in, Grad One, and happy damn birthday to you. Uh, first uh, first story: uh, Laurel Hubbard is the first transgender athlete to ever comp- going to be uh, competing in the Olympics for the first time ever. Um, this is uh, a story from Fox. And a New Zealand weightlifter who has competed in men's events in the past will become the first transgender competitor to qualify in the country's women's weightlifting team for Tokyo 2020. So, folks, if you haven't already, get down to Las Vegas, Nevada, and make sure you bet the house. I mean, bet all your assets. Bet everything you got on this person. Laura, and I'll say the name again, so you know, Laurel Hubbard, because there's no way in hell Laurel's going to lose. Anyways, says, quote, I am grateful and humbled by the kindness and support that has been given to me by so many New Zealanders, Laurel says in a statement. The report pointed out that in 2015, the International Committee, uh, Olympic Committee changed its rules to allow transgender athletes to compete as long as their testosterone level is below a certain level and maintained for a year. The determining criteria, maximum reading of 10 nanomoles, per liter of testosterone is as at least five times more than a biological woman. Uh, some critics insist that Hubbard who transitioned eight years ago will still have an unfair advantage when she competes in women's super heavyweight category in August. Um, anybody surprised uh, that this is happening? Uh, does anybody doubt that she's going to basically beat all the women? I mean, by all accounts, I would assume that she, I guess she should. Anyways, uh, I think so. I definitely so nice to be seen. Money on that. Yeah, don't don't bet your money anywhere else. 
Anyways, uh, another uh, article. Michigan woman ambushed police officer. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm so tired of this. Newsflash. Yeah, news. It is a newsflash. That was pretty good. So with uh, Juneteenth over the weekend happening, you know, there was parades and such. And <laughs> I did I just not. Laugh I, I don't know if you saw my email or not on that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> There's some things I just don't say on the air. That's all. That's okay. I, yeah. As long as you, as long as you get it, they don't. Oh, I it. laugh my ass off at many things that you put in there. But anyways, <laughs> uh, in Michigan, this uh, I don't know. A Michigan woman basically ambushed a police officer, and well, she she's since passed away after uh, you know return fire from police. A woman in Michigan who authorities say shot at a Flint police officer at a tra traffic checkpoint during a parade on Juneteenth and was struck when the officer returned fire since died. And I'm not going to get into the whole entire thing of it, okay? I mean, pretty much my thoughts on it. If you're going to be fucking shooting at people, then expect to be shot. And if you die, you die. Uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I don't feel sorry for the lady. Uh, to me... Total douchebag. Doesn't matter why she was firing at police. Uh, like Brand not Brandon, but like Radwin was saying, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, isn't it? Um, Seems I, about I, right. I don't know. The preliminary did, investigation revealed that an officer working at a traffic point was fired upon by a lone occupant of a vehicle who drove up to him. Sykes was taken to the medical center and later died from her injuries. The incident happened by a gas station. A lot of these protests and shit happen and shootings happen at gas stations. I, I started, I see a pattern developing. Uh, anyways, oh, the liberals um, will use that as an argument for electric cars. You know that. Yeah, that, that's that's good. It could be. I don't know. Um, um, I don't really I, have I, yeah. other than uh, what I just said. Eric, what do you have on um, this? Um, Greg, one down in the chat asked, what is a Juneteenth Canadian here? Um, uh, the Juneteenth um, is, is a newly adopted hol holiday that, um, um, you know, celebrates, of course, like the end of like slavery in America. Um, allegedly. That from, uh, yeah, allegedly, yes. <laughs> um, June 19th was And the Juneteenth was also. This. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. June 19th was the day they emancipated slaves in Texas, I think, in like 1864 or something. Right. And so yeah. that, that's what they're celebrating. Uh, the way I view it uh, is actually the opposite to where, you know, June 19th is basically where we all became slaves and not just one specific uh, color. But, uh, yeah, it's also supposed to represent to the black community, um, according to some, not all, that that is their... Um, Independence Day, and what kind of kind of um, I don't know, kind of irks me, I guess, a little bit is this next story. You know, speaking of Independence Day, how a city in Illinois has canceled July Fourth parades because of COVID nineteen, but they, you know, what they did allow, they allowed a Juneteenth and Pride celebration. I sent you that one. Yeah. The city of Evanston, Illinois, located just north of Chicago, joined communities across the United States in celebrating their first in-person Juneteenth Parade Saturday. But some have been left wondering why celebration for the nation's Independence Day has been canceled. The Evanston 4th of July Association voted to cancel the town's Independence Day 
big events. Earlier in 2020, opt for a virtual celebration instead, citing concerns over the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Quote, based on concern for public health due to the unpredictability of the pandemic's impact, vaccination rates, and in cooperation with our local authorities, the trustees voted to cancel the fun run parade, Palatine concert band performance, and lakefront fireworks on July 4th, 2021. But some took to social media to voice their frustration over the decision. My hometown of Evanston, Illinois, is having a Juneteenth parade and a gay pride parade, but is canceling July 4th parade and fireworks. That's uh, Tom Bevan, uh, co-founder and president of the Real Clear Politics, wrote on the Twitter Twitter. Uh, Quote, we made a decision. This is the board arguing. We made the decision in March based on the information that we had at the time. So why can't you uh, reverse your decision there, Tom? Makes no absolutely no sense. You want to celebrate all these other things, but you can't celebrate America's independence. Hmm. Then again, if you if you have to remember, folks, you know we're talking about the city of Chicago. Um, anybody want to remind me who the mayor of uh, the city of Chicago is? Oh, that's right. It's that but slightly. It's that fucking it's that old racist. Black looks like a man. Beetlejuice. Lightfoot. I mean, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, but slightly, like Fauci would said, look at the science. Okay. Yeah, look, look at the no, science they based, the they, they based their decision on. They've already proved that the virus stays away from the Black Lives Matters marches and protests, so that's why they can have the Juneteenth celebration parade. Damn it. One of these days I'll learn, I guess. I, I would like to play devil's advocate if I could. I mean, does does anybody else find this reprehensible? I mean, how... Can I play, can I play that... devil's advocate for one second? Sure, you can play devil's advocate all you want. We, I live in Canada. The city I live in is just outside Toronto, like I've told you before. We are un, like we're way behind you guys as far as vaccinations, but they did allow the anti-mask protests to go on. Okay, so it's not like it's a one-way thing. At least from my perspective, it's gatherings are allowed because you've got your right to protest. Sure, but my thing about it is, Brandon is. How are you a cancel? How are you? How can a city cancel an Independence Day parade? But you know what? For Juneteenth and yeah, for hell, make sure the gays and the lesbians and all the other letters of the alphabet make sure they have their parade. Apparently, you know the you know over vaccinate uh, over COVID pandemic uh, things. I guess the COVID doesn't uh, you know doesn't worry about black folks and gay people. You. The same people that are that uh, stormed the Capitol on January sixth. You're going to tell me that they're being stopped from setting off fireworks? Come on! If you well, want to do it, you can do it. What I'm telling you is that the city is making very, very poor decisions for their communities. You don't, you don't fucking pick and choose what parades people are going to have based on the political views that you have. That's what's ha- happening. And it I has, agree with you, but the way to fight has, back is to just have your own celebration. Just do it anyway. Oh, oh yeah. I encourage anybody that's uh, in uh, Evanston, Illinois, whether whether it's legal or not, shoot off your own fucking fireworks and have your own parade. Walk walk down the streets. Walk down the streets with your American flags and, you know, feel, you know, without your mask, too. I think I this mean, is what the pandemic has taught us. You can do whatever you want. No matter what they tell you, you can't do. You can do it. The government cannot control us. I like that. Yeah. Well, we all said, Brandon. 
Anyways, I just like pointing out that uh, the city officials think that they wrongly feel that they can cancel whatever the hell they want based on their political views. And that's that, that ain't right. Anyways, we're going to take a short time out. We'll be right back on our first break of the evening. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Well, I'm going to dig into... Over the weekend, I've been reading more and more articles about how cities want to start experimenting with reparations. It's a hot topic. You know, some people that I've spoken to thought, oh, well, that, I thought that's going away. It's actually the total opposite. You're starting to hear more and more how cities are going to start utilizing taxpayer funds in addition to, you know, donations from, you know, corporate entities. And uh, it's just, it, it's rubbed, it rubs me the wrong way. I think it should rub every taxpayer the wrong way. Uh, over the weekend, I was thinking about the whole the whole issue, I guess. And like I've said many times on the show, uh, there is nobody that is currently alive that is responsible whatsoever what might have taken place over 100 years ago. Nobody is due any damn thing. Not money, not land, nothing. Okay? We live in a society to where you deserve the hard work that you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. In addition to that, I, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, how unfair is it that taxpayer money decidedly goes to different segments based on race? Isn't that racist? Isn't that like the total definition of racism? How we're going to take everyone's money and give it to one segment of the population? And I'd be saying the same damn thing if people were collecting. Uh, you know, taxpayer money and giving it to, to gay people. Why? Because gay people were treated such so horribly back in the day? That doesn't mean that they deserve money. That doesn't mean they deserve anything. The only thing anybody in this country deserves is respect and to be treated equally. And unfortunately, we have people in society that are douchebags. Some are racist. Probably the majority are just douchebags um, that don't give respect. But the majority of Americans here in our country are pretty damn respectful. Nobody's do a damn thing. And so I got to thinking as a business owner, and you know, I'm going to get a little controversial, I guess. I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to give my damn taxpayer dollars away to a certain segment, certain race for reparations, I wonder how the government would feel if that same race came into my business and I charged them Say a $5 surcharge would be the same thing, wouldn't it? If you get to decide how to distribute my money, I get to decide how much someone pays regardless, all depending on how much I want to charge them. Is that wrong? I don't know. You tell me. I would like to hear, I would love to hear people uh, comment on that because to me, it, it makes no sense. Like, if you think that my sh the, the idea that I had as a business owner to do that, if you think that's wrong, then you should be in the same mindset of government doing the same thing with your money, your taxpayer dollars. If you agree with that, let me know. If you disagree with that, I'd love to hear. Don't be shy. Um, I guess if 
I guess if anybody wants to call in, they can call in through the Podbean or Airtime app, or they can dial 702-708-2855 and um, shout out to the conservative you know, Patriot po- podcast down in the chat, by the way. Great show. Hey there, Grand One. Welcome back. What do you think? Am I wrong? If I am wrong, isn't the government wrong too? Assalamu alaikum. I'm sorry? Yes. No, thing is, it's all bullshit, man. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. It's all bullshit. I appreciate that. Thank you. No, thing is, the thing is, can I counter it? Because it's okay. Um, so, sweet brand, you're from uh, Toronto, I believe, right? You, brother, you're from Toronto? Canadian, right? You say you're Canadian? Yeah, real close. Nice, nice, nice. No, just uh, yeah, man. I don't. I agree. With you. It's all bullshit. But what are you gonna do, man? Well, I told. I just told you what I would do. I think uh, what's 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 good for the goose is good for the gander, like you said, right? If they're gonna uh, de- decide on how to spend my taxpayer money, well, I can decide how much I'm gonna charge uh, certain individuals too, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Just so check. I've always believed that part of your tax returns, you should have to check off a percentage of what you want it to go towards. I want 30% of my tax money to go to education. I want 20% to go to uh, infrastructure. I want 20% to go to this. That's the only way to truly make it a democratic process. That's the problem. But what I'm saying is, you know, government gets to dictate however they want to spend our money. Now, if they want to spend it in a racist type of way, I mean, that's kind of thing, oh, you're right. You, you, the thing is, I apologize. You counter race right away. In regards to you, you're right. I think it's that I don't disagree with that. That is, just like, that is just like cities, city governments currently all across the United States giving universal basic income to minorities. And you're, you're only eligible if you're a minority and a female. That's bullshit. Well, super, super to me, to me that's where you define what racism is because I. Every black person that I know is fucking. I just I'm sick of hearing about this stuff. Just let's let's all get together and like be cool and like be equal and figure out a way Move to. On, yeah. I don't know any black folks that are like I want my reparations or I want to be treated different. Every black person I'm friends with does not want to be treated any different, whether it's higher or lower. They just want equality, which is what we should all be striving for. But I think there's a lot of white folks out there that are like they've got that guilt. For whatever reason, and they want to, they want to push these agendas. It's not no, the minorities no. that are pushing these agendas. It's guilty white folks that are pushing these agendas. Sweet, Bill, very I, well said, man. Well, I think a lot of it has to do, and you talk about agendas. I think it has a lot to do with politicians trying to advance their own agenda to divide our nation. It has nothing to do with the majority of Americans in this country. It has to do with the media and the fucking piece of shit politicians. And that's that's where it's all stemming from. And that's what, you know, and it needs to stop. The citizens of this country need to tell them to fucking stop. But it's because I feel like the media is telling us to red versus blue, no matter what side you're on. They're telling us to not like each other and they're distracting us from the fact that they're all working together. They're all the same. They're all the same corrupt people. That are making decisions for us, and they're blind us by telling us that we're against another side of it, so we don't pay attention to. 
Right. And, and over the past week or so, I don't know if uh, I, I don't think I've seen you on the show recently, Brandon. But if you uh, over the last week, we've been covering certain parents that have been going to school board meetings and basically telling them what's up about race, critical race theory. And it's starting. There's a, there's a turning point occurring. It's it's slowly happening. But Americans across this country are finally standing up to, you know, school boards. I mean, why why should our you know our kids be taught about racism? Kids don't see race. They play. They go to school. They learn. They play with other kids. If anything that has to do with race, it might be their parents that talk shit. Otherwise, they're not being. The kids aren't learning to be racist at school. But uh, yeah, you're you're 100 right uh, as far as slightly <laughs> slight. Thing is, you know what? Honestly, honestly, 2021. Who's a fucking racist anymore, man? Fuck. Honestly. Well, like, well, honestly, you know, Fred, one, I guarantee you there are racists out there. There's yes, always, there are always far, far, far and far and uh, far and the, they're un, unintelligent idiots, more or less, right? Sure. Right? Like, yeah. Fuck, dude. It's not fucking, this is not fucking 30, 40, 50 years ago, man. This is fucking not even 10, 20 years ago, right? My fucking biggest go-to fucking uh, group is big, uh, uh Singers, Biggie Smalls, right? I'm fucking whiter than Casper the Friendly Ghost. I think you know what I'm saying. Like you know, I just unintelligent fucking people believe in racism, right? Or fucking people that how can I say this need that uh, they need that fucking insecurity in their life to be fucking to hate somebody, right? Right. Be their kids, be their fucking whatever, right? So. I don't know. They need a reason to be why they're not successful, and it's easy to point at something. No, no. Than you. Sweet, you said it the right way. The thing is, you know what I mean? There's no fucking reason to hate anyone. Right. There's there, reason there, to there hate. And there's also, like I said, there's no reason to be saying any fucking person. I don't care what color you are, what gender you are. You deserve, nobody deserves any damn thing that they don't go out and bust their ass for. Exactly. That's why I think it says a Canadian. The thing is sweet. I believe you're from Toronto. The thing is, you know what? That's why it, it, I am trying to become an uh, American citizen pretty soon. So. Oh, there you go. Very cool. All right, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue on and go to our next topic. I, yeah, I apologize. I, just, I apologize for calling in. So all good. No worries, brother. Thanks for calling in again, and we'll talk to you soon, Gradwell. And uh, I think uh, Fox, uh, what is going on, buddy? Yo, yo, yo! What's happening? Long time no see, my friend. Yeah, I know, I know. Peace and blessings. Hey, what's up, Eric? Peace to E Rock. So, what's going on, my friend? Man, a lot, a lot, a lot has gone on. A lot of concerts. Um, I hold my own business, LLC now. Um, yeah, I'm like just really doing things. We got concerts coming up. My my county, the state county, the whatever. Asked to do uh, uh, us to perform at the county fair oh, this well, year for uh, for Nelly, you know the shake a tail feather, you know Nelly. We yeah. all know. Shout out, uh-huh. shout out band aids. Shout out to band aids on the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sliding credit cards down girls' asses for the first time oh, in history. Shut up, you know. <laughs> shout out to St. Lou. <laughs> we set we setting standards around here. 
Batman had a cut in his cheek for 15 years and nobody actually said anything. About Not a damn thing. How sexist. <laughs> it was smooth, but he, he only he only wore it after for the clout. There you go. Now, Fox, yeah. I, I want to get political with you because I know sure. you like to get political once in a while. Yes, and sir. I don't know how long you've been in the room or not, but uh, I was just talking about how, uh, you know, they're continuing to want to test out reparations, right? And how wrong oh. I feel that is. Because you don't allocate, you know, take all American taxpayer money and uh, distribute it specifically to a race. Right. And I kind of went on the saying, okay, well, if, you, if you're going to do that, take my taxpayer dollar uh, money and uh, allocate it to a certain race. Hell, you could even say to a certain gender or whatever. Hey, right. look. If you're going to do that, then that would be the same thing as me saying, you know what? I think I'm going to charge this gender or this race, you know, a, a surcharge of $5 extra on their bill. I mean, if the government can do it, why can't I? Mm. So I think it's a slippery slope that the government wants to do these trials. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? Personally, me uh, and my thoughts about this is that I don't think it's cool, man. Like reparations is not cool in general. Like let's say back in World War II, um, the Jewish race um, decided to go ahead and, you know, I don't know if y'all know this shit. It's, it gets really deep, man. Like it's a setup, yo. It, like like a lot of a lot of families and stuff are just getting generally paid off. And it was all set up through Hitler and through these different things in order to make it so generational wealth will accumulate forever. And as long as they're living. So well, it's know, like. Well, the one thing I was thinking about is if you want to talk about reparations, then why don't why doesn't our administration get the balls and go after China to give reparations to all Americans who lost their jobs and their businesses? Make them fucking mm -hmm. held accountable. Let's talk. No one wants to do that. No one wants to. Because everybody's greedy as fuck. I'm not that's a Trump a fan, but Trump would have came after Trump would have pushed for that for sure. That's that's the yeah. if you want to talk about something to get on board with as far as reparations, that's something I can get on board with. Holding the uh, country mm. of Chinese government accountable for the shit that they caused here in the United States. So can I say, did you see John Stewart on the uh, the Tonight Show? I have I I have not. Yeah, he uh, Stephen Colbert hosts hosts the Tonight Show now. He's very obviously uh, liberal leaning. Yes, and John Stewart said something about uh, we should credit science for the vaccines that are helping us get through this, but we should not forget about the fact that science got that's got us into this in the first place. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Colbert was like, well, we can't prove you don't know that science, the, the lab created this virus. So you don't you can't prove that. And John Stewart's like, it's kind of long winded, but I'll, I'll make it quick. He says the, the Wuhan uh, sticky uh, virus came from a lab in the same city called Wuhan where they were making sticky viruses. He's like, that's equivalent to saying that there's a chocolate outbreak in Hershey, Pennsylvania, but we don't know where it came from. Yeah, well, I think everyone knows how I feel about Mr. Colbert, but yeah. I, 
you you even have Dr. Fauci who, you know, he he's already saying, oh, well, maybe we should take a look at that now. Oh, you think? Doesn't take it doesn't take a rocket scientist, folks. It really doesn't. Uh, I think. But I do feel it's important to do the do the work to figure it out before you start throwing blame around. Well, I mean, how difficult is it though, Brandon, when there's no reports anywhere else in the world but China, and then all of a sudden it's everywhere? Doesn't take a rocket scientist either to kind of pinpoint the origins of where it came from. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know, just mathematic. I mean, not mathematics, but I mean, common sense. I think it falls into our our instinct as people now. I don't know where it comes from, but we're all immediately looking for blame and we're all looking for someone to be mad at for everything. So I understand that they didn't want to say this comes from China and it was created in the lab because I think I know it's not right and I know it's not something that anyone here would stand for, but I think a lot of people's instinct is it's against the Chinese did this to us and that's why you see these these attacks on Asian people on the sidewalk that are doing nothing wrong. Right. And I think that maybe they realized very early on that if we immediately say this came from a lab in China in March or April of 2020, it would create a chain of events that would get Asian people attacked in the street for no reason. Right. And, and you know, I, I think that's the wrong, obviously that's the wrong avenue to take. It's, you know, like I said, I would, at this point in time, I would put my life that it was a manufactured disease that came out of Wuhan. Now, I agree. Um, it's not any any particular per, uh, Chinese person or Asian person's fault whatsoever. What it is the fault of is the Chinese government. And, if it, if, and that's where you should take action. And unfortunately, I mean, we there's no way in hell in the next three years we're going to take action, even if we wanted to, because we have a president who can't even put together a cognizant sentence, for God's sake. He doesn't even know hell. He a couple of weeks ago he forgot he was the fucking president of the United States, and he even told his, the military troops that. But you know he's our he's our tough leader, and God bless. Well, you didn't say God, but <laughs> I've said before the American people did not vote for Joe Biden; they voted for not Trump. <laughs> That's the truth. Yep. And uh, going to hit the fan, but I like I said something. Uh, I think the. Uh, the breaking there's a there's something's uh, c- coming I, I don't know what but things are, are slowly changing in this country uh, and I don't think it's going to matter who the fucking president of the United States is going to be because at the end of the day folks all across this nation they have more power in this country than any fucking politician you just got to turn the fucking TV off you got to stop listening to your politicians You'd need to work with your communities. Make your own community strong. Make them better. Get along with your fucking neighbors. Have a barbecue once in a while. Stop listening to the rhetoric. Stop listening to the bullshit. But how do we get to the point where it's us against the government rather than red red versus blue? January 6th was a great indication of how things could work without government. I feel the opposite. I feel the opposite. No, I don't. Because... 
January 6th, you saw all of them be a bunch of fucking cowards. They went into their hiding spots. And I'm not saying that I think that it was a great thing that, to happen. But at the end of the day, it was a great example to the American people that they are more powerful and they are in control of this country. Not no fucking president, not no politician. The American people as a society have more power than anybody else in this country. And well, you and, have to admit, I feel like I know this for a fact. Republican congress, congressmen were hiding under their desks, and they were the same people that say they had the right to march the Capitol. They're on the right. Like these same people that were scared for their lives at that moment can come out a day later and say well, they, they were justified. They should, and they should have been scared for their lives. To be honest with you, I would have if I was if I was in their position, knowing that I'm a politician and conduct business that I as I do, and how how pissed off society is at me as a politician. I'm I'm sorry, Brandon. People in this country are are they've had enough. I agree with you, but I'm saying those Republican congressmen had ample opportunity to come out and say, "Hey, you guys are taking this too far. We can figure this out." But how is it taking but, it too far, Brandon? My question is this. How is it taking it too far when the majority of those people were unarmed? Did you, you did notice that, that most people that went into the Capitol were not armed. I, I honestly don't see how that makes a difference. Uh, well, people that are armed can cause a lot of uh, violent acts versus people without weapons. Oh, from that perspective, I do understand, but I'm yeah. saying that a, a ten thousand people. Well, without, imagine, with, imagine without, it was a million dangerous people. weapons. Imagine if it was a million people that showed up. There's nothing they could have done. But um, if we could, if we get together and say instead of instead of violence, instead of making a scene, instead of doing anything, we could just say, hey. None of us, if there's no way this could happen, but if Democrats and Republicans, liberals, conservatives could get together and say, we're just not going to vote in this election. Mm -hmm. if, the, okay. if the voter turnout was 10% of what it was the last election. Do you believe that uh, the votes are even real to begin with, y'all? <laughs> that's, that's another topic, yeah, Fox. <laughs> We're going to wait till next week and we'll, we'll showcase that, what ends up happening in uh, Arizona. <laughs> no, but, that's perfect. But, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that I, I you know, and I'm not advocating for a million people or 100,000 people showing up and, uh, you know, having a repeat of what happened in January 6th. My main message, though, is that regardless of what any politician says or does, regardless of what news media outlet says or does, because they're just the echo chamber of the politician. Politicians are only there to raise money for their for their parties. That's their only job. Uh, you know, the job of the president obviously is to you know apparently you know the government loves to take away your your freedoms your your freedoms and uh, your money. You know, they they love your money. I mean, they'll they'll take it at, from you know, two three dollars uh, a a day if they can if they can email you and uh, coax you into uh, you know donating it to them. Not that they need it. Anyways, uh, I'm going to take a, a short time out. We'll do a reset when we come back. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. We'll be right back after this. 
Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Pert uh, or Eric, do you want to chime in before we move on to uh, a couple different topics? Uh, my only chime in would be, let's move on to another uh, topic. Oh, there you go. And uh, pretty sure. Same here. Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty good. And to friends of the Slightly Serious Show, if you are new here and haven't already done so, we certainly encourage you to give us a follow here on Podbean as well as on DLive and in Twitch and, and Facebook and other social media and including Twitter and, and please share this show out, um, you know, to social media and friends and in helping us, you know, you know, grow this podcast with hashtag fill the live cast and on with the final half hour of the show. All right. I'm going to move on to a few other topics. I'm going to drop uh, Fox and Brandon. I'm going to drop you guys for a little bit. And uh, if you want uh Next upcoming topics, if you have uh, something to say about them, you're more than welcome to call back in. The uh, next story I want to get to is apparently uh, the higher courts have decided to go with former athletes in dispute with the NCAA. And uh, we had talked about this, how NCAA athletes uh, feel that they deserve to be paid, which I'm not totally against. I'm okay with that. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of the revenue from colleges comes from athletics. Uh, primarily college football. Um, I think that's probably the number one income revenue generating sport for colleges across the nation. And, uh, you know, if athletes feel that they uh, should be paid, okay, by all means. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there's, I think there's a few things that go along with that. The AP reports that in a ruling that could help push changes in college athletics, the Supreme Court on Monday unanimously decided with a group of former college athletes in a dispute with the NCAA over rules limiting certain compensation, the high court ruled that NCAA limits on educated education-related benefits that colleges can offer athletes who play Division I basketball and football can't be enforced. Under current NCAA rules, students cannot be paid, and the scholarship money colleges can offer is capped at the cost of attending school. NCAA had defended its rules as necessary to re- preserve the amateur nature of college sports. But the former athletes who brought the case, including former West Virginia football player Sean Alston, argued that NCAA's rules on education-related compensation were unfair and violate federal antitrust law designed to promote competition. The case doesn't decide whether students can be paid salaries. Instead, the ruling will help determine whether schools decide to offer athletes tens of thousands of dollars in education-related benefits for such things as computers, graduate scholarships, tutoring, and to study abroad in internships. Well, I, I uh, you know, what are you, uh, Pert? Are you surprised uh, that the court's deciding this way? I mean, I'm okay if they had made the decision that the college athletes were able to be paid, and then they could just get rid of the damn tuition, you know, the scholarships. Well, exactly. I mean, that was a unanimous decision, right? Yes. Yeah, that part surprises me. But I'm with you. Get rid of the scholarships. And, and, you know, my Lord, maybe then all the other students wouldn't have to pay so much for an education because they're paying for other people to go to school for free. Yeah, no, exactly. And I don't see I don't see a problem if the, you know, college athletes want to be paid. Uh, It's up to the colleges to pay it to them. And I mean, they generate 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on, you know, these, these sports. I mean, not just in ticket sales, but you have concessions, you got the swag that these, these, uh, these kids, you know, basically promote. Um, I, I'm not surprised by the rule. No, but I, I just think that it should be one or the other, not, Hey, you get a scholarship and you get paid to play and, 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 I mean, that just doesn't make sense. No, it wouldn't make any sense to me at all. Now, I, I had heard, wasn't the NCAA at one point considering uh, paying the college athletes? Or are they totally against that? It's kind of split throughout, I believe. I Brandon? don't know. I would find it hard to believe that they were for paying somebody. Hey, Brandon, uh, what, do, what do you know about the topic, my friend? So I'm a huge sports fan and a huge college football and basketball fan, so I I know you just dropped me, but like this is this is my wheelhouse. I know a lot about this topic. So, so go ahead. The thing that will change the most with college athletes being able to get compensated for what they what they do on the court or on the field, the biggest change that's going to happen is there's going to be a lot more parity in college sports. So the richest schools in the past, if you're talking basketball, it's Duke, North Carolina. Uh, Kentucky, Kansas, so on, so on. If it's football, it's it's Alabama, it's Louis, it's LSU, it's Texas, it's whatever. The thing that these colleges have been able to do in the past is we've got the money because we're the most popular college sports teams. We can pay these guys under the table to commit to go to our schools and continue our dominance. So if you make it so that every school can pay these guys above the table, it's going to make a huge difference in these schools that have not been as successful in the past Mm -hmm. in college sports are going to have an even playing field now. Yeah. And what what are your thoughts like if the college does pay athletes, then they should stop giving out the scholarships, right? They shouldn't have their cake and eat it. Yeah. I think these, I think honestly, these schools have enough money that they can do both. Okay. Like you're seeing, you're seeing college football coaches making $10 million a year. Well, these athletes are not being paid a dime. But do, do the athletes, are they entitled to receiving both? I mean, I mean, by the college athletes getting paid scholarships, that is basically the college paying them to come play. Where does it stop? Isn't that Did sufficient enough? athletes get minimum wage? <laughs> who, who does who get minimum wage? No, seriously. Where where does it stop? Should high school athletes get paid minimum wage? The high school right. is making money and bringing people and putting butts in seats for them too, or with them. Yeah, no, not it, to it, the same level. These colleges are building new stadiums every twenty years because they're no hundreds of million dollars. That. Not at the same level, but it's happening. It's also not happening at the same level as NFL, but it's happening. And that's so why where do you me, draw the line. And that's why Pert, bit, that's why Pert we said that okay, well, if the college athletes are going to get paid like you know hundred thousand a year and a scholarship, well, the equivalent of what a college is making off the athletes, well, minimum wage would be about the you know or up right about the pay, same pay scale for a high school student uh, for the income that a high school uh, brings in. So that's kind of on par. Let me put you guys this way. 
say you're a star high school athlete, you're a running back, and you commit to go to the University of Alabama because Alabama is the biggest eyeballs on you if you want to be in the NFL one day. They give you a scholarship, absolutely, but you are a senior, and you tear your ACL halfway through your senior season, and you can't play football anymore. Mm-hmm. That college has made, or that That's university funny. has made millions and millions of dollars off of you because people watch you on TV, they buy the jerseys, they come to the games, and you are not going to ever play a down in the NFL because you tore your ACL and you're not going to get drafted. But you know what the beautiful part about it is, Brandon? Is, and people don't look at it. You take your, you know, kind of take a step back and look at it objectively. The, the athlete, they're, they're using the school to get what they want, which is to become a professional, right? Well, hey, if you're going to be using the college, the college has every right to use you as well, don't they? It's kind of an even exchange if you ask me. I think that's fair. It's, it is. Well, I just it's put down there, Brandon, if you, if you dodge that like a politician. No, yeah. unless uh, you didn't answer the one fair. about the high school, you, you went into the college. <laughs> because the high school is so insignificant ahead, compared Senator to Brandon. these colleges making money. It's not insignificant because how do you get to the college? You're not going to get into the college to play if you're not noticed playing in high school. That's it's true. It's relevant, Brandon. You, yeah. can't, you can't pick and choose what fight. It's all relevant. That is true. You have to be a star high school athlete to get into certain colleges to play football. I agree, but uh, no one's watching high school football on ESPN. Oh, no, 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 no. The damn scouts (laughs) certainly are. Come on, Brandon. We can do this all night, man. It's all tied together. You're right. I'm not talking close, but I'm saying saying these high school athletes are on a completely different level than these college athletes. There's but, but 20 million, 20 million people are going to watch Alabama versus LSU on a Saturday afternoon. You're 100% right, Brandon, that it is totally different scales, but the principle is the same. That's what we're saying. Hey, Biden's looking for a new speaker. Hacky Sacks retired. I think you make a damn good one. <laughs> oh, but, you know, but like I said, going, I, I want to get back to the college thing. If you, if, if the, the student athlete is taking advantage of the college because, they're only there. They're not there for the education. We know. We already know. Athletes don't go to colleges to get an education. They go there in hopes to fucking start making millions of dollars in professional sports. And they're going to utilize that certain college, whether it be you know Alabama or you know Michigan or you know big name schools, to get what they want. So I'm sorry, but what is what like? And it's a common uh, theme tonight. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, in my opinion. But uh, but if Alabama is, University is making millions of dollars because you're the quarterback of that team, don't you deserve a piece of that? You you are your 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 piece is having the opportunity to shine in a national audience to get to the professional levels. That's what you get out of it. Until okay. you get injured in the oh. Sugar Bowl in your well, senior and, year, and you get a free education. I mean, okay, if you get Brand injured, it's not even talking about football. He's talking about dodgeball now because he keeps dodging a damn question. <laughs> I'm not dodging any questions. The football team, the university is making millions and millions of dollars every single year, and you're getting a free education. Sure, that $100,000 education, 
That's great. Who? I mean, but every question you're asked, you have the same answer, though, Brandon. That's my point. You're not delving into the question that's asked. You just go back to the other one. Well, colleges are making millions and millions of dollars, so they should play the pay the athlete. Can I ask a question? I want I want Brandon to answer at least one question. <laughs> why Why is it so bad that a college makes money? They are a business. It's not bad that a college makes money. Not at all. I don't. I have no beef with the college making money. Okay. Then what? I, I I guess I'm lost then because I think, like I said, the the student athlete gets a free free ride in college, and if they do get injured through their college uh, career. Uh, they still have an education to fall back on that's free that can continue to provide for them in their future career. You're correct. But if that college athlete is making $60,000 a year for the rest of his life because of his college education. Okay. What's wrong with that? The university made $100 million that year. Why, don't, why doesn't he deserve a piece of that? That's just like saying that fucking Bill Gates makes billions of dollars, which he does. Then that means I. Well, you know what? I should. He should be giving me a chunk of that. I. But why? Why did? Why do I deserve that? I didn't do anything to contribute to his success. If you're the quarterback of a college football team, you didn't do anything to contribute to the success of the. Not if you get injured and you're not playing anymore. And it was successful. And it was successful before they got there. It's not like they're the only person that creating the revenue stream but they continue to be successful because they continue to find these athletes that they can make money off of so why doesn't that athlete deserve yeah, a piece I of that your money stance, brandon you're, you're going to adamantly fight to the death on paying college football players we get it if but the, if the college off from that and answer some other things but not only but not only that though right so i like to go back to this it's kind of like people that are bitching and complaining about jobs and minimum wage if the student athlete is not happy by receiving whatever they're offered, a full-blown college tuition or whatever it is, there's other colleges they can go to and they can still play their sports. So it's, it makes it really difficult for me to feel bad for them. Uh, that's just the way it is. Anyways, um, uh-huh. let's move on. Well, what do you think about that? Can I give one specific I, I will- example? Um, you know, and I think another thing people have to understand about professional athletes and college athletes, um, like if you look at the professional level, yes, your professional athletes, like, like your professional football players get paid by the NFL, much like your professional basketball players get paid by the NBA and your major league baseball players get paid, paid by, by, by the major league baseball. But athletes also, you know, get, get endorsement deals, whether it's like the Coca-Cola soft drinks, which, we call Coca-Cola after their whole Be Less White campaign or any other products like Nike or Adidas and what have you. Um, you know, and, you know, and, and they, they get deals that are like millions of dollars, but, but those like those sponsors that, that athletes endorse, you know, could drop them at any time if they see fit or, or when, or if the contract expires at a certain date. Yeah. If they don't renew it. Yeah. What if and, I put it to what if I put it down to jersey sales? If the college athlete got fifty percent of their jersey sales, do you think that's fair? Um, I would think think so. I mean, I mean, you, you want to say something to about it, James? Uh, I I just go back to that. Uh, the college has provided them a platform for a potential success in their future at a professional level, 
they've compensated them by giving them a scholarship, which is worth, uh, I don't know. I don't know what scholarships go for, 100000 a year nowadays. I don't know. Um, over a period of four years, that's $400,000. Um, it's, I'm, I'm very hard pressed. I mean, let's take a look at, uh, you know, what's going to be next. Uh, the people, the girls playing softball, they're going to start wanting to be paid uh, the same as, as uh, football players because, you know, everyone's, uh, everyone in society is bitching and complaining about equality. So if we're going to be giving college football athletes a uh, million dollar contracts, then the softball players are going to want the same thing. They don't care how much money uh, revenue is generated for the college. They just see another athlete is getting paid a million dollars. Well, so should I. And it's a very dangerous path you're going to lead. You know, you're going to go down a very dangerous path. And I think the way it was initially set up that in order to recruit college athletes, you offer them, you provide them with compensation. And that form of compensation right now is a scholarship. If athletes aren't okay with that, then don't go play college athletics. Simple. Go go play uh, minor league sports somewhere. There's what do you think there. of my happy medium, though? What do you think of my happy medium? You get 50% of your jersey sales. I think that's up to the individual colleges to decide. If, that's, if they're okay with that, I think it all boils down to, uh, you know, most colleges, uh, they're, they're independent businesses. I'm not opposed to it if, if the owner and operator of, of that so-called, you know, that college business wants to offer that. Hey, that's their decision. I don't think that anybody's entitled to that. That's what I'm saying. To, to me, that's the perfect way not to blow smoke up my own point. But to me, that's the perfect way to determine what revenue you as a human being is bringing to your college. Your specific jersey is being bought. If you can get 25% of that money for your specific jersey being bought. Because I, I, I think, think I think that's a good way of, of determining what value you bring to that school. I think at the end of the day, though, Brandon, it's not the athlete that's bringing the revenue. It's the brand of the college that is. The brand of the college is what makes that athlete. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. I disagree. I disagree. That's fine. We can agree to disagree. That's what I love about our show. All right. That's well, fine. we'll stop beating a dead horse. <laughs> we only have about eight minutes left in the show. Um, Brandon, I'm going to I'll, – uh, I'll actually start with you. Do you have anything uh, else you'd like to uh, comment on before we uh, get the hell on out of here tonight? I do, but I don't know how much time we have for it. Uh, well, if it's, I don't know, we have eight minutes left. You have, you, you have like three or four minutes. Yeah, sure. If, if we can cut, you can cut, it's your show. You can cut off when you want to. What do you want to talk, bring up? I want to talk about how we thought in Canada that you guys were screwing up COVID when Trump was in office and we thought we had the upper hand and we were doing things right. And you guys were screwing everything up. Okay. And fast forward to what's today, June 21st, 2021. Yeah. And a lot of big cities have declared in the U.S. that uh, COVID restrictions are done. We've all been vaccinated. We're good. Getting back to life at normal. You see football, baseball, basketball stadiums being fully 100% capacity. And 
I'm still working my job in Canada, having to wear a mask every day. Oh yeah. Well, I I had to go to this uh, this this class that I took for food training uh, food management class this morning. Uh, they still made me wear a mask through the entire thing. I was not very happy about it. But, um, I I don't know. I I you I've talked many many uh, many hours on how I feel about uh, COVID and everything that's been going on. Um, I'm kind of COVID COVID out be honest with you uh my my worry is that come fall uh when the flu starts to come back around as my prediction is that the mask enforcement officers will be out and about once again part do you think uh, we're gonna have uh mask coming back in fall is this a short-lived COVID 19 so. mask-free environment temporary no i i think those They'll start heavily recommending them, see how the public responds, and if not, then they'll they'll start mandating it. I mean, for me, we spoke about it. I don't have a problem with it, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, hey, if that's what it takes to have somewhat of a of a normal life right now with this, right, I'm for it. Just you know, I'm okay with that. But I think we will see a return of the mask. You do think so? For the fall, yeah, yeah, I, I do. So I, I don't see how we how we can avoid it. To tell you the truth, yeah. So. Don't dispose of your uh, washable mass out there because you'll probably be needing them there here in months. Yeah. Hey, I've collected plenty of face masks, by the way, but I know even I know you and me, James, have had this discussion, and even our friends over at the Free Think Institute, you know, have you know have discussed this too. That with, with the with the midterms next year, don't be surprised if another pandemic, you know, you know, gets cooked up all of a sudden. Yeah, oh. so they they could continue like the fa the face mask mandate and 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 what whatever else like the the mail in ballot campaign again, which we know was was a disaster. Yeah, that's. I have a feeling that there's another pandemic coming. Um, Brandon says, "Do you smell what the president is cooking?" I don't think the president. Our president can't even cook. He can't even talk, Brandon. So that was my. Dwayne the Rock Johnson 2024 slogan. Do you smell what the president? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. Yeah, DeSantis is uh yeah, he might run. I don't know. I, I think Trump is gonna still run, but we'll see. I don't think uh the Floridians want to see DeSantis be become president. They want him to stay as their governor. Do you think Trump would yeah, get elected tactic. again if he ran in twenty twenty four? Yes. Um it, it's possible, yes. Did you but... see where DeSantis I think so too. Did you see where DeSantis out? Go ahead, Per. Did you see where DeSantis? Did you see where DeSantis received more popular votes in a poll than Trump did? Really? I'm wow. Yes. I'm, by like I'm five telling points. you. I said this a month ago. I think a Trump DeSantis ticket is the way to go. That would be amazing. I think the move is for Trump to go campaigning for his successor i don't know we'll see I, um I, I know DeSantis would look like a, a good candidate for the 2024 but if trump did come back i think either DeSantis or mike pompeo would be a good vice presidential nominee but but we probably won't know you know what that that picture is going to look like till after the 2022 midterms have come and gone i don't think he Can runs for himself anybody else what hurt 
can anybody tell us why Pence is out campaigning <laughs> or talking about it even? I mean, who in the hell would really wants to vote for him? I haven't heard um, any. I, I think Pence is also went into hiding. Is he going to run for uh, something? He, well, he was just at, he was just in Florida talking up a, a possible run, and he, he got a lot of booze. Yeah, and he should. I, I think, think it was his, Orlando. I think his political career is done. He's toast. Yep. Um, oh, you know, uh, Cubella knows why. Let's see what Cubella has to say before we head on out. Let's see if uh, okay. see if she's available. Hi, how are you guys? What uh, What do you know about Pence? How are you? I'm doing well. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Is anybody familiar with Ezra's Eagle? Don't think I've heard of that. Never even heard of it. Okay. So there is something. Uh, if you, basically, every president that's ever been in place in the United States, um, there is somebody who predicted it. Um, now, these predictions were way far before any of the and it sounds insane, but okay. Everybody just go to Google, type in Ezra's Eagle. Um, and there's basically a prediction from the first through Trump. And the prediction is that Mike Pence is going to be the next president. And there will be. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. Right. But. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Look it up. This is like a 2,600 year old prediction, which I don't understand how that's even possible. But it's pretty crazy. I think if they became our president, I think I'd commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I should probably do it now while Joe Biden's our president. But anyways, but we know. We all know that we haven't had a legit president since Bill Clinton, right? At least not one that got good blowjob. So, so you tell us, Q. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. When the United States came out of bankruptcy in 1999 and when Bill Clinton was forced at gunpoint with military men all around him in the op in the Oval Office uh, forced to sign us into Nassara, yeah, all that shit went into the fucking toilet. Wait, where do you Where does that story even come from? Oh fuck. See, man. Uh, this I've been down for so long. I can't from George you. W. Bush. There's an old saying from uh, from Texas, from Tennessee. I know it's uh, maybe from Tennessee. Fool me once, shame, shame on. Yeah, that's juniors. You can't get fooled whatever. again. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'll, I'll look at it. We'll see uh, what rabbit hole we go down. And uh, I appreciate you uh, letting me know that prediction twenty six years ago. That'd be very interesting. Twenty six hundred. Twenty oh twenty six hundred years ago. That was like when Joe Biden got into politics. <laughs> Right, <laughs> years ago when he got into Congress, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap things up. I gotta go eat some dinner and uh, all that good stuff. I appreciate Spanish word of the day. Oh yes, I almost forgot. Unbelievable. Jeez, Perk, you're losing. Uh, you're losing uh, your 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 touch. Uh, let's see. Word of the day. I have it. Thank you for calling, Kate. I was just jaw drop for Clinton. <laughs> you weren't the only one with your jaw drop, jaw drop for Clinton. But anyways, <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to hell. Um, let's see. All right, Mexican word of the day today, brought to you by. Eh, why not Topo Chico? The only Mexican water slightly advocates drinking. Otherwise, you'll get sick. 
And I learned that after today's uh, class of uh, food manager class. Anyways, that's today's word of the day. The Mexican-style version is come eat. Epstein, our Epstein, didn't commit suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed themselves. If you want to check out uh, uh, Eric, go ahead. A uh, couple of shows. Well, coming up on Podbean Live, you've got some like great friends and great shows to check out. Um, earlier, I gave a shout out to um, um, the conservative politics podcast, emphasis on the word herb or herb. Um, and um, they're also on, on Twitter. And I certainly thank Mike and, and Kate and the old man for for following that podcast on Twitter. And hopefully John DeVito also does the same. Um, and, and I think they've also followed you as well, too, slightly. Um, mm-hmm. You've also got the the Ron and Scott show, like, you know, c- coming up on Podbean as well. And then, of course, Doc G and Dark Bear. And hopefully be on the lookout for Cummings' Culture to do that, that next installment of the Angel Family interview very soon. And... Um, Look forward to having everybody back tomorrow night for our trivia game in the final half hour after we do news commentary and conversation. Thank you very much there, Producer Eric. And make sure you check out our website, slightlyshow.com. You can find out uh, the host of you know, other podcasts that we from that are our friends that we uh, definitely feel that you should check out and stuff like that. You can also check out the Swag Store. The link is over there. We'll also drop it in the show notes if you'd like. Follow us over on the Twitter Twitter at Slightly Serious. If uh, you can't wait to 6.30 weeknights to hear what's on my mind, many times I go off on my own rants over there, sometimes quite more vulgar than I am here on our show, so you get a little bit more unfiltered over there. Other than that, I'm glad you joined mm-hmm. us tonight. Uh, Pert, any uh, final words for tonight? <laughs> no. 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 Oh, yes. Um, oh, wait. Yes. Some good I'm, news, not necessarily final words. Oh, uh, good news. Honeybee made dinner tonight. Wow. Really? Oh, bravo. You got to realize she went from not being out of bed to getting off oxygen, and now she's able to uh, be in the kitchen long enough to make dinner. That is awesome. Oh, and she, she reminded me. And breakfast. I'm sorry. I can't leave that. Oh, Pert, how can you forget about that? <laughs> I don't know. But my stomach doesn't let me. It fattens me up. I, I I feel your pain. I really do. I mean, uh, you know, next week, stay tuned. Honeybee might be posting her uh, her meals on Instagram like Big Sexy. And uh, speaking of which, make sure you follow Big Sexy over on the Insta of the Gram. Eric, do you remember that one? Um, uh, I think the Instagram is dumpling underscore six one nine. The TikTok is dumpling six one nine. That's it. That's right. Um, ho- hopefully he might do a dumpling six one nine over on Twitter when he gets there at some point. Um, but I guess with tomorrow night show when you schedule it, ma- make sure that explicit um setting is turned on. Right. Well, you know, here's the thing on that, producer Eric. When I schedule the show on the phone, I don't have that option. So, I don't know. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So if I think we need to say something to Podbean about that, or unless we consider going over to Spotify with Jeremy, and I think Dark Bear might be possibly mulling going over there if if Podbean's going to continue to shadow ban and bury him. Hey, I'll tell you what, Eric. If if Spotify gives us a nice live uh, audience and stuff like that, and 
has it to where Pertwee is not on a delay. Hey. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, right, we we probably have to do a test show and certainly be on lookout for an, a D Live exclusive only show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. When that day comes. I'm working on that. I, I have to get the appropriate music. I gotta get all the material ready for that. But uh, that is in the works. I spent about four or five hours looking for nice music. You know, uh you, you were privy to some of that uh earlier this evening if uh, you were joining us uh, prior to the show going live. Yeah. Oh. D slightly on D live. Thank you for D live. That's right. I was trying to type D slightly show, but my fat thumb deleted it. I guess you and your thumbs. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're five minutes over. I think we need to go ahead and start heading on out of here. Eric's got a show to go to slightly. Wrap it up. That's right. We're getting the hell out of here. Thanks for calling in and tuning in and all that good stuff. The beans, the love, all that good shit. The coffee. The coffees, especially, that, and the ice cream over on D Live. On D Live, yeah, can't can't forget about those. All right, till tomorrow night, everybody. Take care of yourselves and reach out to the ones you love and make your communities great. See you tomorrow later. night, later, thirty nine thirty Eastern time. Bye bye. See you next time. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. Sounds very good, um, but I think the, the the one we've been using for a while is probably, you know, put away for now. And I noticed on the total engagement points for for like the show history, I know Lady Mia is sneaking up on me. Yeah, Lady Mia's uh, been sneaking in. I'm telling you. Come on, man. Hey, uh, if so- if somebody was to come in, you know, on tomorrow night's show, and and maybe drop us like a diamond, um, we, we would we will surpass the three hundred thousand total engagement points for the show's history. Oh wow. Well, because when the show started, we started at 294,368. We might hit the 300,000 either before the end of the week, if not before the end of the month. That's right. We're, we're nearing our thousandth uh, follower as well. So, Oh, yes. That's exciting. We're 928 followers, and you're following 80 different shows. Wouldn't it be and you're still in top 20. 
wouldn't it be sad if we couldn't get to a thousand before we moved to Spotify? But we, we would really need to be drumming up support for people to consider moving over there too. I mean, ho hopefully John, we, we might take John DeVito with us. Well, worst come to worst, we just subscribe over there too. And I mean, I've already paid up for another year here, so. True. Who knows? We'll just but, um, and then we'll, we'll wait on going back to YouTube in the fall um, to, to see if all of our strikes have been removed. And But. Yeah. I, we'll see but we're I still going to publish our best shows over on Rumble regardless. That's right. And that Ivory Hecker woman, um, I'll try emailing her again if I don't get a response by Wednesday. All right. Sounds good. Well. And I tagged her in a tweet, too, just a while ago. You know, ho hopefully that she checks her email. All right. Well, hopefully we'll hear something back. Uh, I got to get out of here before I get in trouble. Thanks right. for joining, uh, Pert. And, Eric, thank you very much, both of you. And, See you slightly. Uh, See you, Big Sexy. Right. See you next See you. time. Good night.